Hello, podcast world. Welcome to Vicarious Living, a show about a couple Midwest dudes breaking down all the beauty that is teen drama TV. Welcome to Vicarious Living, welcome to the podcast, welcome Pat, how are you? I'm doing good, how are you doing? Welcome esteemed guest, Lauren S. in podcast studio. Oh yeah, I am. <laughs> so Lauren, we'll, let's quickly describe Lauren and then we'll get into some housekeeping. Um, I just want to say that Lauren, I was initially, I called you out once because you wrote in. Yes, and I believe you called me one mean bitch oh i thought that they cut harsh. that out I no, thought I no but it's out. true no oh no i don't regret saying it yeah because i would say that's the best way to describe you i thought i cut it out because it <laughs> no did... it's really the only way to describe me right yeah so i don't re- yeah i i'm all on board with that nomenclature for you but i just thought i took it out because i thought out of context it sounded mean but i guess i kept it in well, now so the cool. listeners are going to yeah. understand. I'm excited so, to have some context for it. Oh, things are very judgy. I, I actually was told by my boss the other day that I'm very transparent. But it's like... That sounds like a pretty endearing. creative euphemism, though, by the boss. No, he meant it in a positive way. Oh, told okay. Me. Cool. Yeah. All love. All love. All love. <laughs> all, love. <laughs> all love. All love. Okay, so before we get into Lauren, we first got a little housekeeping to get to. Pat, first off, where can the kids get at us? If they have the internet, which kids, we hope you do. Kids. Vicarious Living Podcast on Instagram and Vicarious Living Pod on Gmail. And there were some kids that got at us this week, correct? There sure were. And there's a little bit of motivation behind that. You want to set it up? So we offered up a free tank to just get the buzz going, dude. We wanted to get the buzz going. And guess what? We fucking did. Mission accomplished. So... Who wins it? Because so, we got reached The out contest for. we threw out was the first person to email us in with a, uh, a question about Laguna Beach or a comment about our prom episode. The first person was going to win a free tank. Correct. So this is the first. And we have it? a winner. Drum roll. Michael okay. H., a.k.a. The Rook, wins that tank. That warms my heart because this guy is a key listener for us. How I, I'm assuming he sent the email within 37 minutes of it being posted. Oh yeah, he got it in pretty quick. So Michael Very H, way to fucking go. What was his email? What's his story? Um, so he wrote in to tell us, in regards to the fancy prom questions utilized in high school, I remember someone on the tennis team being asked by someone who stuck tennis balls in the fence around the courts that spelled out prom question mark. I remember thinking, one, that's insane that you took that long to stuff those tennis balls in there. And two, you're an asshole for making a mess that someone else had to clean up. I couldn't agree more. Where did he stuff all the tennis balls? He stuffed them, like, in the fence, I'm assuming. Oh, that's Like, you know, shit. if you've seen people do cups, they did it with tennis balls. Oh, man. Yeah. Do you think he made them bold letters? Because if he made them single... <laughs> it wouldn't stand out, I'm assuming. Yeah, if you did oh, single rows, so then it wouldn't stand I'm assuming you had wow. to do at least four links up for each, you know. I mean, did... The, I just want to know, did that girl say yes to that promposal? It had to. I mean... I would, I would assume so. Yeah. She did. 
We'll, we'll just we'll say she did. And that's a lot of tennis balls. I don't know how much a sleeve of uh, pen tennis balls is. Um, I can tell you for a fact because for the holidays, my brother once thought it was a funny trick to get me a hundred tennis balls and throw them in front of my dog, which she lost her fucking shit. <laughs> she like didn't dog. know which ball to go for. So he said it was a hole of five dollars. They were used, but it was five dollars. Oh, okay. Five dollars for a hundred. Yeah, for used. Oh, okay, okay. Used. So worth it for that problem. So this is yeah, this is more of an effort thing and a pain in the ass thing than an expense. Thing. Yes. Yeah. So what else did he put in that? Uh, that looks he like also it. said spot on assessment of uh, New Year's Eve obsession by some people. I feel like we we pretty much nailed it on that. We've been in that corner for a while. I mean, we've hated New Year's for years because of how like forced fun it is. Yeah. And it does never live up. Okay. Um, and then he finishes up. Anyway, regardless of receiving free gear, I enjoyed the pod as always. Thank you, Michael H. Hey, great fan he is. We love and look him. forward to the podcasters joining the festivities for Thorne's Bachelor Voyage. Yeah, that's his brother, Tom. Good friend of ours. We he are going to enjoy bring, that <laughs> bring your gear and record a pod on the bus. Be easy, fellas. Done. Thank you, Michael H. You have earned yourself a free fucking tank. We also... Uh, we had another, I, I would I would uh, be remiss if I didn't just say that we also got reached out to by a couple other people. Leah D reached out. She didn't give a look at the beach thing and she was after Michael H. So she didn't win. And then Zerb reached out. Um, to quote Ricky Bobby. If you ain't first, you're last. You know? If you ain't first, you're last. Yeah, you're last. So. Um, I do want to clarify what Zerb's comment was, was that um, I did not. So last podcast. I was talking about how much I love 80s guy Michael. And it doesn't. I put a Michael Jackson song in there because I wanted uh, to bring up the 80s, obviously. So I go to Michael Jackson. Famous 80s pop star Michael Jackson. And I put the 80s song Beat It in there by Michael Jackson. (laughs) Yikes. I just got to say, in my defense, I think we were freshly talking uh, about Christina's pastor dad probably like raping boys and stuff doing something bad so i think subconsciously like it took over and i just i thought man michael jackson that guy can sing and dance sure can (laughs) nobody's denying that i gotta say it's a great song though and he also liked little boys he sure did he liked those three things we'll go ahead and say that's a, a a classic whoopsies it's a classic whoopsies but no regrets because it's a great fucking song no regrets yeah, but you could have also gone with, like, really good ones. Because, I mean, if we're talking 80s, you could have also looked at, you know, Vanilla Ice, Ice Ice Baby, oh, or shit. Hammer Time. Billy like, Joel. Oof. A lot of 80s songs. A lot of music in the 80s. I, I'm going to put like Ice Ice list. Baby in right now. <laughs> God, what a great fucking song. God, this song is fucking good. Mm. Um, okay, does that do it for housekeeping? Sure does. Um, okay, Lauren, let's get into you. Let's drill down into you specifically. We have some questions for you. Shoot. Well, let's first play your intro song to really show the kids what you're all about. Here it is. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Lauren, we have some icebreakers here because 
we can tell you're just not comfortable right now. You're not comfortable. Never. You don't look comfortable. You look like you're scared to speak. And we don't want that. We want you to be unafraid. I appreciate you doing this for me. Okay, so I have a couple would you rathers and then Pat has a question for you as well. I'm going to ask you my first would you rather. Shoot. You're a big workout girl. You love to work out. You came That's here all sweaty right from a workout. So sweaty. You're so yeah. sweaty. Would you rather, A, not work out for six months, no working out, six months, or you get a hall pass from Corey and have to have sex with Trey from Laguna Beach? Oh, my God. Uh, Corey's her husband. Trey's the biggest little bitch of all time. Yeah. I mean, that's that's probably the worst, like, devil's, like, yeah, de- play. I, I mean, I... I do love working out, but I would almost give that up for three months just so I wouldn't have... No, six. Six. Half a year. Half... Oh, God. Half a year, no marathons, no waking up at 6 a.m. to go on runs. Okay, here's the question. Can I put a paper bag over it? Over Trey? Yeah. Could it fit over his hat? It'd have to be a pretty big paper bag. That's got to be like a grocery size. What if you could could do a regular paper bag but cut a slot out so he could (laughs) stick his hat brim through it? (laughs) Yes. Or maybe just put the hat on top, like hat it off. Either that way, works. the hat will be on. So yes, you can bag his head, but he's gonna have. The, you're gonna see the the hat. Mm-hmm. I, I'll go without working out for six months because I just can't wow. bang that. You can't imagine that dick that much. I honestly think he might have a micro size penis. I could see that. Yeah. He he screams that type of you know little physique. dick. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Lauren, second would you rather, would you rather be Steven and have a full-on Steven meltdown where he's, like, yelling slut to Kristen in Cabo, but it's, like, it's 2019, it's not 2004, everyone's woke now. So, like, that meltdown is gonna lead to, like, a lot of Twitter backlash, a lot, everyone on social media, like, shitting on you constantly. So you either, you have Steven's meltdown in 2019, or... Mm. You have to go back and work with Mike, who we used to work with. Oh, I would full on. I, we already. So quick story is that uh, Mike one day was being a douchebag like he always was. Yeah, we and don't like him. literally just put the phone on mute and goes, can you guys just shut the fuck up? And then goes, yeah, sorry about that. So I go back to my computer and think that I'm messaging one of our other coworkers in on non Skype. yeah on non in non consciously like typed in his name and started typing Mike is such a fucking dick <laughs> like all this stuff like went on for a while and then I hit enter and immediately like I knew after I hit enter I looked at the name and I was like oh shit this and is I classic li- work like fuck up like you do that you send the message to the guy you're talking shit about you send it to him. Yeah, so Everyone's I literally, fear. yeah, I got up immediately and just like went to the bathroom <laughs> and started texting the person I was talking to. I was like, oh my God, get in the fucking bathroom right now. I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I just talk shit about him to him and he's going to be such a little bitch about it because that was just his style. And was he? No. Oh. Was he a little bit? No, he, he kept never it. Never said a word. He said, mm. never said a word until he cornered, what was it? You were Becky in the, in the lunchroom. Yeah, that was probably the best, best part. And that was like months later like probably eight or nine months later after it happened he thought when i started working there so lauren worked there with a couple other girls and all the girls hated him and i started later and he thought because a guy was starting it was like 
All right, finally, I got like boys a dude. club. Boys club. <laughs> he, oh yeah. He invited you to so many things. Oh my god! But like, it became so clear, I think, to him that like I just teamed up with all the girls and because he was such a douchebag such a douche mike man fuck dude yeah so i'd rather mike m i'd rather i'd rather have the steven meltdown in 2019 i mean he's already gotten pretty far right now as is i mean with all of his drug problems so i'd rather be hanging on by a thread with him than dealing with that jackass ever again that's fair enough sorry mike m but uh, this podcast, not big fans of you. We're not. I don't think that he probably listens. He's probably not a key listener, which is good. We don't want him as one. He's not in our demographic because he's a raging douche. Yeah, that's accurate. You're out, Mike. You're out. All right, Pat. Out. All right, I got two. Yeah. They're both Laguna Beach related. Ooh, excited. The first one's easy. Would you rather hang out, like if you were in high school with this group of people, mm-hmm. would you hang out with Lo and Elsie? Or would you hang out with Kristen and Jessica? Ooh. Lo and LC can get pretty annoying sometimes. And yeah. Kristen and Jessica are just kind of mean. So it's kind of <laughs> See, but I'm a bitch too, so I feel like that would really translate well with them. And um, But could you hang out with other bitches? Because like, I feel like you thrive in everyone else's mellow. And you're like the mean one in the friend mm-hmm. crew. Yeah, that's probably true. So if you're with Kristen, like, do two mean people really mesh that well, you know? Um, I can make her my bitch pretty quickly. Oh, that's interesting. Nice. So if you guys were, <laughs> if you, if you, Kristen, and somebody else were walking somewhere together, she would not be the lead in the triangle. The flock. You'd, she doesn't you'd, know she'd what be a flanking lead is. you. Nice. She'd be my bitch. Nice. So yeah. So you would be in Kristen's crew. You're choosing that? I just, like, I feel like they're more likely to be in my crew just because I just, I don't know. Like, I dealt with girls like Elsie and Lo before, and I just wanted to punch them in the face. Like, the other person that we worked with, like, that kind of reminds me what that crew would be. I don't want to say her be. name. But that individual, like... Mia. <laughs> He can't help himself. God, I Shout think that... She doesn't listen. Yeah, Brian might have also verbal diarrhea. Um, <laughs> it's all over his face. <laughs> pretty much. Uh, yeah, so I feel like she'd be in that crew, and i just, I'd punch myself. Right. Okay. In face. Cool. That suffices. And right. I know Becky M would say the same. Love you, Becky M. Love you. All right, so you're, you're a Kristen girl. Mm-hmm. All right, my second one, and this is specific to this episode, and BD, you can go ahead and jump in with an answer on this one as well, because you might have an answer. Um, all of the characters in this show, there's a montage of them getting graduation gifts from their parents, mm. and so my would you rather is kind of four-pronged. Um, would you rather be Morgan and get a brand new Apple computer? Would you rather be Trey and get some brand new JBL speakers? Would you rather be low and get a brand new white Jetta? Or would you rather be Christina and get a Bible? <laughs> Whoa, Pat, hold on. This is an MIB. Yeah. Would I... you rather get an MIB study Bible? Which, yeah, we clarify. still don't know what that is. So, just to be clear. We... It's a is it study a Bible, Bible. It's a Bible that, from the looks of it, it, we even tried to research it and couldn't find anything on the Google. It seemed like it's just a shiny Bible. It was a shiny Bible with a black binding. 
It had a now, really nice box, though. It was really nice. Now, weigh that out with the computer. Weigh it out. So, I'm going to say this. Since I'm Jewish, the Bible really wouldn't fly probably with my entire family, including my husband. So, that one's probably going to be ha- a hard no. Mm-hmm. Would they just throw it right out the window when they got that gift? They would be like, this. what book is this? Yeah, this we is... Don't, we don't remember this. This is good. Yeah, this they is just toss book. it out. I mean, yeah. And honestly, if I really want a Bible, I'll just go to a hotel and steal it out of the exactly. you know nightstand drawer. That was a great point by Pat um, when we were watching that, which was just like they're free. Hey, they're free, guys. Thanks, Dad. Thanks, Dad. Lo for got a, a gift ju- I could have gotten anywhere. Lo just got a sedan, and you gave me a free book. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That really sucks. And I mean, okay, JBL speakers. No. no one cares. No. no one cares. Like, I'm not going to be booming my bass like crazy back in college. Like, but you if, know, you do know Trey's the guy in the dorm with the cool oh, speakers. He and he's, he's always got his door open. He's trying to lure people into chill. Well, that's because so he's not going to get his hats to bring anybody in. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, I just got a visual of, for some reason, walking past Trey's room in college would be like walking past Abercrombie and Fitch in the mall. Yes. <laughs> like there's just the doors <laughs> always open. There's always a guy with his shirt off and a weird fucking probably Ed Hardy looking hat standing at the entrance and the smell mm-hmm. like the cologne smell the douche cologne smell and the fucking music that's just blasting. And just nothing makes you want to go in that room less. Dude, I have a vivid memory of the last time I've been in an Abercrombie and Fitch. Because, like, in grade school, I don't know if you knew this, but, like, you weren't cool unless you had, like, an Abercrombie and Fitch shirt. See, I went to a public high school, so yes, I do. So you know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. I don't you, know. You were a loser if you didn't. Exactly. So you private. had to have it. We grew up private, so we had a little different high school experience than you. Like, you probably hung out with people of the opposite sex. Like, on Yeah, I, I saw what a man looks like. Well, so did we, so did we. Well, yeah. No, this was in grade school. There was girls in the back. This was when when we were still normal before we got turned up. Oh, you went to a public grade school and public high school? I went all public, bitch. All public, okay. So, I I wasn't mainly sure. I knew it was a dude thing that we Mm -hmm. had to have a shirt that said Abercrombie and potentially a visor with a frayed top on it. Was it upside down and to the side, though? Let's hope so. I mean, uh, if we wanted to get chicks, yeah. Yeah, okay. I just wanted to make sure. Did you right. do, like, the double polo, though, where it had, like, the two-color collar? Nah, that Pops. wasn't me. Mm-hmm. That wasn't me. No. I Maybe did. if we did, we would have gotten more chicks when we were growing up. That Sounds actually like that makes was, sense. Yeah. yeah that was because that, that, that actually makes sense for you. It, right. For just my overall vibe. Two-pop yeah, collars. Yeah, knowing you. It puka just, shells. It, he could have done Oh, I'd wear those. No, he said he didn't want to wear his puka shells, and he won't wear them right now. I've asked well, him already. She did, but in my defense, like when I put the puka shells on, it's like too hot. It's too hot mm, for like the I can general see that. public. I can see that. And so they get I can just tell they feel uncomfortable with like seeing me and like oh god. You know? It's yeah. I don't like to talk about it. So here, I I'll still go back and say so no to the speakers. Okay. No to the God given who knows what the fuck it is Bible. Okay. It's an M I B Bible. Sorry, yes, MIB, Men in Black Study Bible, which I'm pretty sure is what it has to stand for. Between the MacBook and the Jetta, had I known at that point in life how shitty both of those would end up being, because I definitely bought that MacBook later in life, and God, that thing turned into the biggest piece of shit really quick. 
Here's the thing, though. But so did that car. But Jettas, I remember those 04 Jettas. Oh. All of them smelled like crayons. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? All of them did. Like, I just remember anyone who had a Jetta. BD, I think you were having a stroke. <laughs> I think he was. <laughs> you didn't smell the crayons when you no, got No, I did not. Damn it. I feel like every I time... smelled the weed from the people that usually smoked <laughs> in the car, but never crayons. Maybe I'm mixing it up with like a Toyota uh, something. That or the inside like... of a pencil box. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah, I was sniffing too much crayon. Or glue. It could have been either. That's probably residual effects from your I will say, I own a 2013 Jetta. No maintenance issues. No, no. It was just that 04 model that literally was I think they figured out what was going on. Well, it was like, it's interesting, because the friends that I did have that had that, they had more problems, like, cost-wise, than what the car was actually worth. So eventually most of them just got rid of it and just said, fuck it, I'm not going to deal with this shit anymore. Yeah. Like, I'm not, like, super, you know, knowledgeable about cars, but honestly. could have fooled me. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm totally, I know my cars. I I used to listen to car talk with my dad, and I totally understood everything that we said. (laughs) And by that, I mean I would listen, and I'd be like, what the fuck is going on? Um, So your husband, Corey, he does all the car-related stuff. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. You don't want to see me try a car. So, honestly, I would probably take none of them. No gifts. I mean, I <laughs> would be, to college I would be Steven. But <laughs> maybe at that point, I would say this. I probably, I, when I was going to college, I would have probably wanted that MacBook. Yeah, that would yeah. be nice. Because I thought it was really cool at the time. Yeah. What about cash? Just cash value. Uh, cash money? Always works. Always works. Okay. I think we should transition into some clips on high school aspirations. Like, everyone, if, if you recall, because I'm sure both of you were like this too. Like, you're coming out of high school and you're just like bright-eyed, bushy-tailed. You're like, world's my oyster, man. All the possibilities of what I could do. Like, fuck, I'm going to I'm gonna do this, I'm going to do that. And definitely I'm going to be rich. I mean, I know that. Like, yeah. for sure, just Billionaire. Be rich. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I want to play some clips. One, this first one... This is Morgan's expectations for life. We got a good laugh out of this, um, <laughs> just based on how much we fucking hate her. Here's Morgan. Um, here's her view of what's going to happen in the next ten, 10 years. Here it is. Where do you hope to see yourself in 10 years? Married in a beautiful house in Bay. <laughs> with, um, who knows, maybe a kid, but I hope to have like a, a boutique and like a cute little store I'd open. And So do you plan on coming back to Laguna? Oh yeah, I love Laguna. I definitely want to live here when I'm so it begs, on that first one, it just begs the question, like, again, Morgan, are you avoiding bubbles or are you not avoiding bubbles? Like, we've talked about how she wants to go to BYU because she needs to just be a part of the scene. She wants to move bubbles into that one. But then she wants to, I, I, it's unclear to me, does she want to be in Laguna Beach or not? She's a hypocrite. Yeah, that's she's exactly what she is. Hypocrite. That was what I wrote down. She's a hypocrite. She's the type of person who starts out most sentences with "I'm the type of person that," and then never follows through or does anything consistent with the end of that sentence. Did you look her up? Yeah, I What's did. It's it's interesting because actually, so let's follow uh, up any of these high school aspiration yearbook uh, clips with what they're actually up to now. 
Yeah, so it says she focused on finding the right Mormon man while her dreams came true as Morgan got hitched to Joel Smith in 2010 after graduating from BYU. Oh, shit. Yeah, so she actually went to BYU, so she probably just stopped down the admissions office. But she didn't go for two years. She she graduated in 2008, so I'm going to guess that that was delayed. No, no. Maybe? No. Gap year? No, okay, so one year. She graduated in 03. So she yeah. must have been like waitlisted or something. Got in the next year, hung out, or just part hung of the out scene. for a year. Went up there. The scene she did go up there, part of the scene, and then totally, fucking, just went balls deep into the Mormon lifestyle. Well, she met Joel when she went balls deep. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and it says that she lives in L.A. So jokes on her. She didn't necessarily go back to Laguna, hmm. and she's the founder of Minnow Swim, a children's swim label. She previously worked at Guess and Elle magazine. She's a mother to son Theo and daughter Georgia. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So wow. that, like that it actually worked out. Wow. Yeah, it kind of worked out, except for like she doesn't have her own boutique. She yeah. has her own <laughs> label. She found her man, opened up a clothing business of some sort, and uh, she's back cool. in California. So let's go to. Christine. By the way, that is first confirmation that she's Mormon. We always were just kind of guessing. They yeah, never mentioned they never, her they love never of BYU. Say. They said BYU. They always like said that's where she wanted to go, but they never like solidified it. I, I wonder why. Do you think MTV was like, oh, two thousand four? Don't don't get into the Mormon stuff. Just like don't let's not acknowledge it outright. Well, here's the thing, though, which is, is that- weird because it's like, what was there ever? There wasn't, but here's the thing. It's not like it's a Because they they did spend a lot of time with Christina being religious. Well, yeah, that was okay. Because she was Christian, so it was like, they they were like, oh, okay, we can show that. Interesting. Lauren, you probably have some thoughts, because... Yeah, resident Jew. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Where Um, do you stand on this? I mean, honestly, like, they probably put her in the closet, God only knows. Yeah. Or underneath the bed, they hid her. Um, Probably didn't even feed her under the bed. On, Maybe I, scraps. I don't scraps. know. They look. They, they, it looks like they fed her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just Maybe glad Lauren bit. said it and we didn't say it. I'm not saying she's like large. I'm saying like she has. You know, she's not like ultra skinny like the rest of the bitches on the show. Hey, the fact that you're a girl that makes it okay for you to say it. We well, can't say it. I mean, it's it's like the difference between like a traditional Barbie that you look at and the propor- ba- Baker Barbie. No, it's the <laughs> no that one's that was the same as the regular Barbie. Uh, it's like the mom Barbie. The traditional proportion, like American Girl doll. No, that that's completely you're gone off the rails now. You you lost it. Works at a Rollerama, Barbie. <laughs> I really hope that that's a real thing. Yeah, um, trucker Barbie. Trucker Barbie? Uh, you don't want to see her. She's a train wreck. <laughs> uh, no, but like, it's like the Barbies that they have nowadays, like they've made them proportional yeah, like, uh, human yeah. image. No. Yeah, I, see, like, I know what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. So like, that's what I would equate her to. She's not like the rest of the She's not stick girls. thin. She's actually full figured woman. Yeah, you don't see her rib cage whenever she breathes. Right. Um, no. Yeah, no, it's not the most attractive on everyone, but back <laughs> in the day, that was like really the it thing. Let's not belabor Morgan anymore. I yeah, think no. we've covered her. No, I. You dug yourself deep enough. Let's keep it that way. Let's keep you deep. Okay. Okay. 
Um, Christina. Christina, here's her clip of what her hopes and dreams are. I'm moving up to LA like next month. You are? Next month. Are you gonna get your own apartment up there? Yeah. Getting my own apartment and um, getting like an agent and a manager and doing um, acting, dance, and voice three times a week. Oh, yeah. And pursuing my acting career. So, well, I figure you gotta follow your dreams, you know? You can't just sit back and see what happens. You gotta go out there and do it. Uh huh. <laughs> Good talk, Christina. Uh huh. Just great. I'm gonna go uh, down and talk to Trent. At this point, it's clear <laughs> that Christina just thinks, like, oh my god. I, this show has opened the door for me. I'm on a reality TV show. I'm gonna, I, clearly I'm already getting auditions in New York for Wicked, Hairspray, Cats, and everything, everything. Well, she was in a high school play, so obviously. Yeah, she had the lead in a high school oh, musical. Oh, God, yeah. In the local Laguna, total of 115 kids. I, yeah, the lead. So, she's such an idiot. Anyways, I would love to know what she's up to now. Do you have that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did she finally get self-aware or... While you're looking that up, I do want to say that the reason that was poignant to me was because she, the whole year, was planning on going to St. Louis College. Going to St. Louis. And they... Stephen just, like, asked her, I don't understand. So, you're not going to St. Louis anymore? And it was, like, all the way through filming at the end of season one of filming that she was, like... Oh no, I'm going to go to LA and I'm going to act, I'm going to get a coach for acting, dancing, and voice. And uh, I'm just like, you know, you got to go be a part of the scene. If you want to make it, you just got to get out there and be a part of it. And so it was just so clear. It's like, oh, she genuinely thought being on this reality show was like, oh, change of plans. Well, start. You gotta learn to dance. I'm, I'm clearly gonna be famous, so change of plans. My biggest question is, is who the fuck is fronting this bill? It's gotta be that pastor, like, of the church. Did you Google rich. the church? Oh, yeah, no, that, that should be That's who's from the bill. Yeah. That place is all crazy. These, all the patrons of the church are fronting <laughs> yeah. the bill. So now we know where her acting crew is. When they went. pass the basket around, at least... Half of that is going to just support her. The 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 uh, the judge in New York. Half of that's going to the judge in New York <laughs> yeah. of like paying her off to see Christina. Oh, so no. what's she what's she up to now? So uh, obviously she she went to L A. Yeah. Uh, or was it L A. or New York? L A. Yeah. Um, so it says she switched focus to a healthy living following the show Christina got married, and now works as a certified fitness instructor in Laguna Beach. She also ran okay, a website. Okay, so she didn't make it. She no, clearly she, went to she LA. she hard. Burned yeah. out, went back to Laguna, and it's just like, you picked up a, you know, a job, just a normal person job. Yeah, she, she ran a website called Beach Babe Fitness, where she gave exercise and diet tips, like every other fucking person I'm in the world. I'm going to the website. God. Um, and it said in 2014, she gave birth to her first son, Christian Sutton, and in 2017, she welcomed her second child, a daughter, Sienna Estelle, but apparently she was also married, but it doesn't say who her husband is, so I'm just going to guess he doesn't exist. God, wake me up when someone in the fitness community isn't, like, just, I just, God, the fitness community is just, it's relentless. It's so relentless. It's so relentless, and all of them just, like, they all kind of, like, cannibalize each other or like perpetuating yeah you're like all like just perpetuating this like disease i know you're big into fitness so i don't <laughs> honestly this is the right like... audience but do you okay so you're big into fitness do you listen to all the podcasts all the blogs all the God, instagram no. 
everyone in the fitness community is just all it's tied in this, like, yeah, this cult bubble. And they all just like, oh, I'm, I'm going to like build you up. Then you build me up. And it's just like a, like endless. They're, they're, they're bench pressing, you know, partners is essentially how I would equate it to. It's pretty annoying. By the way, I found Beach Babe Fitness on Instagram. 432 followers. Oh, that's I bad. think she needs 433 followers. <laughs> oh, I think she does. And maybe would, maybe we can get it. a like. Uh, yes, yeah. she seems to be doing the fitness thing. She's got a couple cute little kids. She's Dude, if we tag doing her. Yo- it's just classic, just yoga poses and her floating on rafts in the pool and up close pictures of food. Ah, cool. Seen that before? Yeah, exactly. Like from Dude, every other female? Like every other, there's... I, I swear, I I would say half of our likes on Instagram are from, like, they'll see a hashtag that I put out, like, hashtag Cincinnati. And then every single, like, S- Cincinnati fitness thing will like our shit to try and get a follow from us. It's just, like, they're all, like, constantly leeching, just trying to get followers. It's They do. It's relentless. Okay, Trey. <laughs> Trey. Oh, um, God. Here's Trey. Here it is. All right, Trey, so how do you feel about Laguna being called the bubble? Volter? I think you got to get out, but you can still love it. It's definitely the strongest feeling of safety that I've ever felt in my life. What's your hope for our generation? What the hell's better than a united youth? You know, a young voice, a voice for the future that, that young people can make sure that decisions being made today will benefit them when they live in the future, you know? He actually explains what AYA is. So kind of, <laughs> I still can't figure out what it is. It's like it says a collective voice. Like, of did the you year. write it down? Did I, anybody I, write I, it down? What I wrote down was, "What the hell better than the United Youth?" Co- like, it, yeah, that's the, what he's, <laughs> he said. I was like, "What is the fuck does that like, mean?" He's basically just starts vamping about how the youth needs to unite and fulfill some. Why? It doesn't make any Why? sense. Why? Why? That's I mean, a, he's, th- a, no. he's the voice of their generation, though, so... He he sounds like a cult leader. Like, he's trying to get a cult of young idiots. No offense, kids. We love you, kids. Kids, we love you. It sounds like he's trying to get all these, like, impressionable kids to just, like, lead a cult. And nobody's and into it. No, and he's, like, five hours away from getting them all to drink the Kool-Aid and commit suicide. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that sounds about right. Like, I just, I'm giving him the prize for Vegas charity and Vegas cause of all time. <laughs> he just wants yeah. the, the kids to be successful. Which I guess we do the same thing. So uh, Yeah, but I mean, he does aligned. it in a very vague way to the point where it just sounds like he's trying to get money yeah. so that he can pawn it off and do things that he wants to do, like <laughs> buy his fucking longboard or support his hats that suck. So He's, the- a, resume, he's a resume builder. <laughs> He's, he's he's, a, except for like with hats he's a hat builder <laughs> he just wants to sell hats god dude by the way while he's selling hats we should move some merch right now pat tell tell the kids what we got for sale right now we got what? shirts yeah 30 bucks each on our instagram vicarious living shirts 80 20 cotton poly split through wicklow wear kids get at us don't just get at trey's hats okay anything else on trey or should we zag i mean I just, I, what I want to just like focus on really quickly is the number of different hats that he wore throughout a singular episode. Ooh, that's like, a good point. It, I, I seriously that. like feel like I needed to get a hat, hat quota like per episode. Did you write all these down? Uh, the, Hold I on. did for two of them. Okay. While you're doing that, let's play our graduation song that started playing at the end of episode 
nine. Q vitamin C. And this is how it feels. As we come on, we By the way, as we already mentioned on this podcast, just a classic graduation song that oh, yeah. was played for everyone's graduation. Except for you didn't know what the name of it was. A graduation. Yeah, that that was definitely what it is. What I didn't get though was graduation parentheses. Friends, parenthetical title. Oh, I that's it. It's, it gets You're me up. Um, I'm out of the graduation scene and have been for a while. Is there any new hotness out there that the kids are graduating to? Or are they still doing vitamin C? No, oh, they're probably just still doing this. And that Green Day one and the one we played on the previous podcast. If I was a band, I would try to slide into that. Oh, you're set for a that, that would be actually like a niche market that I don't think has been fixed in. Like, there's a lot of like areas where music is focusing that that's maybe one where there's an opportunity. Speaking of niche markets, Trace Hats. Oh, God. Go ahead, list them out. What do you got? So, I think there was six during the graduation episode and five during the last episode where they're all leaving and going off to college. I think probably my favorite was the one where we pointed out and it looked like Saved by the Bell just literally shat all over the front of it. it. Yeah. But that wasn't even the best part. The best part was probably that he was, one, wearing a pinstriped God knows what it was. It was like a suit shirt, but it, it was just uglier. And the hat had a Saved by the Bell looking print. And it was like pitch black outside. Like, there's no sun. What is the point of you wearing this hat? I know you think it's a fashion sense, but it's not. Well, and and I think... I have no explanation, honestly. I was going to say something, but I just realized I, I, I have nothing. I, I don't understand it. He also wears sunglasses a lot at night. And by the way, his sunglasses are like the biggest Ray-Bans oh I've ever God. fucking seen. They cover his entire face. The worst... By the way, I would like to point out for the listeners that before this podcast started, Lauren put a belt on around her shoulders, which Trey was wearing for half of that. Lauren, half not Lauren Conrad. Lauren in this podcast studio. Podcaster this one. Lauren. This one. So if you can imagine what, like, if you've seen like an army movie where they've got like ammo strapped across their chest, that's Rambo. What Trey was literally wearing that for half of the episode, and Lauren's rocking it now. Um, as a nod kind to Trey. Of, kind of. She's I mean, I don't look my... as cool. I mean. I mean, I think that I might be wearing what I would consider to be Brian's work belt. Um, so, no, so this might I not work as well. I, I, I work so... from home now, so I don't wear belts. Oh, oh. Well, sometimes I do with my boxers, but just that's for That's for fashion. fancy days? That's just for fashion and big meetings. You don't wear it on your arm? Or, oh, sorry, that's what ties So I was thinking of Trey this past week because I was like scrolling through Instagram just looking at random pictures. And I saw a, a video from the late 60s, and it was none other than Jimi Hendrix. And he had a scarf oh, tied, yeah. one scarf tied around his arm, one scarf tied around like his thigh, but he looked cool as shit. Yeah, uh, but he was only also Jimmy doing Hendrix, a lot of drugs. Well, only Jimi Hendrix can do that. Trey thinks he's Jimi Hendrix, but he's just some so fucking dick. do you dick. think it's Jimi Hendrix inspired? On his fashion? No, he's just no, an Jimmy asshole. Jimi Hendrix was just famous for going up on stage wearing ridiculous outfits and just pulling it off because, like, he's Jimi Hendrix and... But do you think, like, that's his nobody... idol and he wants to, like, bring it In his mind, he's that cool. Yeah. He's I just like... think Trey's just an asshole. Yeah. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. <laughs> that, that, that'll sum it up. 
Yeah. What was the other? Was there any other hat that caught your eye before we? Um, moved? there was one towards the end of that same episode that looked like a very ugly drape on the front. Was it I, the gold? Yeah, it was yeah. like goldish. I was like, what? What made you think of this? And I know for a fact, like looking at it, those had to be homemade. So I'm just thinking to myself. Oh, like, he's totally got to have, like, some hat company now because he's that type of douchebag. Yeah. But, no, he works for Vera Wang, of all people. So, yeah, we didn't give give his update. Did you look him up, or is it just the same thing about the Vera Wang that we already talked about? Yeah. I wonder, what's, so what does Vera, what do Vera Wang's clothes look like? Is she a dressmaker? Yeah, she makes, like, wedding dresses. But, so, like, and... I'm assuming they're, very, like, very tasteful, right? Oh, yeah. No, do you think very... he looks back on this phase of his life and cringes as hard as we do? Uh, because maybe. now I guess he's doing this like tasteful dress design instead of diarrhea hats. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's the best way to describe. It. I don't know what I what I'm very interested in is the fact that like he has friends in very high fashion. Like Kristen Cavallari has a ton of you know fashion lines out there. Like I think that the shoes are the biggest one, and Lauren Conrad obviously has a ton of stuff. But what really surprises me is that he is an associate designer for yes, Vera Wang. that's Like, key. he didn't... He he could have asked his best friends to get, like, some type of really good gig, and yet he decided... Elsie owns her own fashion line. He went on his... He's, he's just climbing Multiple. the corporate chain on his own. Yeah. Well, I mean, kudos to him. I'm yeah. sure he used, did it through daddy and mommy's money, but... Mm-hmm. That's the youth... That's, dude, that's the combined, you know, collection of the youth's voice. Yeah. Right so. there. That's Trey. He's the poster child for that. And apparently he's still very close friends with Steven, Elsie, and naturally Dieter. I guarantee that, yes, him and Dieter are both saying he's they're still really good friends with Elsie, but there's no way Elsie is still good friends with them. She is so famous now and big and worth $30 million that there's no way that she still talks to fucking Trey, who's an associate designer. He's a peasant. Peasant bitch. No, oh. thank you. What what I think is uh, interesting is like they talk about him being close to Dieter. Like obviously we talked about during the episode, like Dieter kind of has very feminine features. Like, do you think that Trey and Dieter dated at one point? They well, kissed. The hand they jobs. Like, so kind of like you two. Well, yeah. I mean, we don't we don't boast about it. We don't like broadcast it. Got it. Sorry, I didn't mean to bring that up. What happens in the podcast studio? Yeah. Off mic stays in the podcast studio. Off mic, mm, got it. So, okay. Actually, you know what? I forgot to bring this up before all that, but I wanted to. Uh, but I just got so deep into hating Trey. But all of the Trey bashing before you give your two things was brought to you by our fine, 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 fine sponsors of Wicklow Wear. W-I-C-K-L-O-W Wear. Be free and explore. Get all your outdoor gear at WicklowWear.com. Type in the promo code VL at checkout. Get 10% off your order. We fucking hate you, Trey. All of that was you. Be free and explore. We fucking hate you. Also get our swag, our shirts, $30 shirts. Lauren, you're on the podcast studio. Look at that shirt. Look at this shirt. Oh, I brought cash. Don't worry. Oh, really? Oh, yes, another sale. God, dude, Ooh. we are crushing business. But you better yeah. have change because I, I don't play that game. You play Venmo games? Well, I, I dabble. Dude, by the time we're Baby, done with she this... she rocked cash. Don't mess around with Venmo. Oh, right. Okay. Cash begets cash. Okay. 
Be Free and Explore, brought to you by Wicklowware. Okay, Pat, your two more points, and then let's get into it. Okay, so while we're talking about everybody's future, Steven talked a little bit about his future, and it was more just an expectations versus reality thing. It was like him hanging out with his boys. They're like around a table, and they're asking him what him and Kristen are going to do. And he takes this like like real laid-back stance. It was just this like... Just juxtapose Steven and Cabo freaking out because she kissed another guy while they weren't dating to him sitting around a table just talking about how, you know, whatever, I'm going to college. That's where he brought up the, yeah, the girls there, they're experienced, not slutty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like... He actually goes like this. He's like, yeah, I mean, girls in college, they're just a little quicker to... And he snaps his finger. <laughs> and it's just like, what the fuck? Okay, so... So he's just... He's got this air of, like, fucking nothing matters when you're Steven. I'm gonna go to college. Bang. Slay chicks. Not think about Kristen once. Whatever. Flash forward to... I guarantee he, he drove down, like, three or four times. Oh, in the first dude. Month. And, and so I want to get... I want to have this with, a conversation with Lauren, the resident lady sitting here in this room. Mm-hmm. Because... This, just so you can see, this is a clear difference of how dudes talk around just other dudes versus how dudes talk if there's, like, a lady present. Not really in our case, because we're both pretty open about, like, talking about inappropriate stuff. Yeah, I think that I'm probably more inappropriate than you a lot of times, so. Right. But I would say for the the rule, the mm-hmm. rule across the board is that for the most part, dudes actually keep it in check around ladies, and this is, like, a snapshot in how they talk around dudes, which... To Pat, your point, it's a lot of like, oh, dude, gonna go off to college, man. So many chicks. Fuck so many fucking chicks, dude. I'm getting so much pussy when I'm in college, dude. Not worried about it at all. Not worried at all. (laughs) Dude, snap my fingers and like, pussy's gonna roll in, dude. It's it's not even gonna be fair. It's like fishing in a barrel, dude, with dynamite. It's easy. So, does that disgust you? No, I mean, I've heard way yeah. worse things. I mean... Corey talks like that to you? That's like... That's pillow talk. Oh, right. Yeah. A lot of snapping. <laughs> a lot of he, snapping honestly, the snaps are what get me. That, that's how we do foreplay. I feel like you do the snapping. And then he crawls in with the ball gag. Wouldn't you like to know? Yes, I would like to know. Uh, just a little bit. Um, okay, Pat, what was your second thing? Second thing... Um, we mentioned before that Lowe got a brand new car for graduating high school. Congratulations, Lowe. Congratulations. high school. Congratulations, Lowe. Here's your brand new car. She's driving, having her first joy ride, which probably is the greatest thing ever. Getting a new car, having your first ride. Yeah. They don't make a big deal about it, but she's listening to, on the radio, the song, and cue it up now, if you will. Okay. The song's called Bat Smell by Leonard Skinner. know the song yeah i didn't even hear it she's cruising to that song it's the one that's like can you smell that smell yeah (laughs) smell of what's around you and if you just listen to the lyrics of that song it's the weirdest thing oh yeah no that so maybe new car smell Uh, yeah what do you think that song's about it probably smells like crayons you know just like every other new car crayons but the, the tone of the song is like he's saying something important, but the only lyrics are, can you smell that smell? Oh yeah, that smell. Oh, it's so good. The smell of what's around you, and then <laughs> that's the lowest cruising trip. Before you go on to the next thing, the one thing I do want to mention that obviously the kids are not going to see or hear during this podcast yeah. 
is while watching the episode, I have never seen Brian get more boners for parents than I have. Like, he got super excited with Lowe's mom and with, who was it? Elsie's mom? Oh, God. Elsie's mom with, and then her parents with their matching outfits. It, It was ridiculous. He's a big MILF guy. Yeah. Me, oh, yeah, absolutely. What part of my list of loves that you've probably heard recapped on this podcast? Oh, so many times. Would you say really resonates the most with you? So you have raspy voice, curly hair, always pigtails. relaxing, pigtails, always relaxing, wearing like long sleeves. Long sleeves. Sleeves are too long. A little too long. I mean, where do you stand on all that stuff? I mean, honestly, I would say, like, I've heard you say the thing about curly hair before because you said it oh, once really? at work. <laughs> um, it wasn't while my hair was curly, so I didn't really need you to be concerned. You weren't creeped out in that moment. Oh, not not in that moment. Now, later on, I'm, I'm slightly concerned about my health and well-being right now. Um, yeah. Thank you, Pat, for being in the room. Mm-hmm. It's a good um, thing Pat's anything here. Anything I can yeah, do. Buffer. You'd be in danger. Oh, yeah, you know. Um, but I would say like, I, I think more than at least 20 times you made comments about the mom. So Lowe's mom, I was just commenting on how much she looks like her daughter, which I shouldn't keep being surprised by that moms and daughters look alike because they're related. They're related. Yeah. No, but you were <laughs> but all L- about Elsie's L- 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 Oh, yeah. oh my he, God. Did he do oh, any yeah. of these um, during this episode, which is happens quite a bit. Um, before we enter the studio while we're watching our programs is I just a mm. Yeah he <laughs> did, did Yeah he did <laughs> It's not bad. It's not as creepy. It's more just like a mmm mmm Yeah you mm. said that That's you creepy. made that noise a lot when especially when Elsie's mom was there. That like was your prime. Look I see her walk in matching with Elsie's dad in the uh looks like their shirts are cut from the same fabric and yeah I'm turned up. I mean, I guilty. Their shirts guilty. look like one of Trey's hats. <laughs> yeah. If it's a crime by being turned on by two hot parents wearing the same fucking outfit, I mean, lock me up. By the way, BD talking about his list of likes reminded you, have, have reminded me, have you ever heard of BD's Tide Tide Gym Shoes take? Uh, no, but I can't wait for that. Go off, BD. Well, I don't know if, Lauren, if you're one of these people, but one of my biggest disgusts in life with female attire are girls that wear jeans and then they wear tied tight gym shoes like dirty running shoes with those jeans so like like hey i was running all day in these asics now they're dirty and scuffed up and now they're all dirty and like worn and i had to go out and i just put like it was more of a thing back in and the day. And they're tied like, so tight yeah, that the bell-bottom jeans... The two laces flaps are touching each other. That's how yeah, tight, tight I mean, they are. that's like a it's, really bad football. Oh, like, I will God. give you that one because that's, that's pretty unattractive. I mean... Don't do that. Wear the gym shoes with, like, leggings or jogger sweatpants or sweatpants or whatever. But don't wear them with jeans. And uh, like I said... It, it's a you, crime. Even, even like, the now with the just skinny jeans, it still looks terrible. It's not just the bell-bottom jeans. No, it's the fact that you're wearing, like, nasty-ass shoes. Yeah, and it's just so unattractive. And I've been in that corner for so many years. And I feel like people weren't hip to it, but then as soon as I started saying it, they could feel it. Yeah, it resonates. Yeah. Loosen up those laces, people. Ladies, loosen them up. Are we good? 
Yeah, we're good. Graduation. Okay, let's move on. Last episode we did. Second last episode. This is our second last episode of Laguna Beach Season 1 and second last podcast for the Vicarious Living Studio on Laguna Beach. Episode 10. This starts off with Steven and Kristen sneaking into the hotel pool for a fucking flirt swim. And I wanted to just broach this topic with you guys because it really seems like things are great right now with Steven and Kristen. Like, really great. Rainbows. Rainbows and sunshine. And so it was making me think, like, can there be a second honeymoon phase of a relationship? Like, obviously... When you first start dating someone, honeymoon phase. Everything's new, you're hooking up left and right, and it's just amazing. Infatuation is through the roof. If you, most breakups go poorly, right? Things go bad. If you do this thing that Steven and Kristen are doing, which is, hey, I'm going off to college, so we're going to have a breakup. It's going to be on August 15th, when summer's over, We've I've graduated, and I'm going off to San Francisco State, and that's our breakup date. Because obviously, you know, I'm going off to college, we can't date when I'm in college, killing it. It's like led to this second honeymoon phase where they know the end is coming. So like, not arguing at all. Kristen's surfing. Kristen's surfing. They're sneaking into this hotel. Hold on, she wasn't surfing, she was paddling. She was sitting on a surfboard. Yeah, she was the out there. That's more than before. No standing she, up. She oh, would, that's true. She that's didn't leave true. the sand before. <laughs> so she's in the water, which is steps in the right And she direction. wasn't pouting. Mm-hmm. Which so is do huge. you do you think that if there's a end date on your relationship that it it does in fact lead to this like second honeymoon phase? Well, I feel like for them it's all about the drama. Like if there's no drama, they need to spark some up. And so I think having this end date in mind is like pre-built-in drama. So like they like, know yeah. like they can have their times now, but there's going to be this giant dramatic moment where they're standing in the driveway and have one last hug and kiss. Then he gets in that white pickup truck and drives up to San Diego State. And uh, I thought it was San Francisco State. San Francisco State. San Francisco He'd be State. driving down to San Diego State. Good point. That's geography. Edit that, out. Edit that out. Nope. Get that out. Nope. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel, like, uh, I feel like since they have the drama pre-built in, then they're fine. There, there's not a, like a need to like yeah. get in weird fights. Yeah. I just think like at that point, you've already like... You know that it's not going to be lasting, so like in the short period, you're probably saying in your mind, "All right, we're going to do the fun stuff, including like illegally break into a hotel pool or a yes. motel." I'm not really sure what that was. It, it kind of looked, looked pretty like shitty. A, yeah, it looked like a motel, like something where you don't know what you're going to contract in that pool. So I probably wouldn't have gone in myself. Syphilis. Yeah, or herpes. Mm-hmm. Um, the but, good kind, though. I don't know that there is a good kind of herpes, but we oh. can we can check. There might be. We'll check the Google. Mm-hmm. Herpes simplex type 1 is a little better. So, Lauren, okay, in it. that scene, Stephen had his shirt off, and you had some thoughts on his body type. What were those? Um, I don't think I would touch that with a 10-foot pole. He looks like a fucking well, child. Well, you would. Fucking Stephen. I mean... Stephen standing in front okay. of you in this room, hot as fuck. High school, Steven. Not three now. foot pole in your hand. You'd have touched him. Uh, you touched him. Maybe if if you're putting me in between him, Dieter, and Trey, like yeah, he probably would have been my first pick because the one's like I'm yeah. pretty sure not even a man, <laughs> and the other one is just I I don't even know what to call Trey. We'll just call him just a piece of shit. He's the MCITW. Oh Always. well, yeah, he, he he is. He is Marissa Cooper. 
Um, this fucking sucks. No, but like, I I don't know that I I'd still want him. Like he just like I don't know. He looks like a stick. I, well, it's so weird though because all the girls are obsessed with him. So I don't know if there's something where if he's standing in front of you in person, really tan, super tan, great hair, and he's got this like buzz around him where everyone in this town only talks about what he's doing so i feel like if he's standing in front of you you feel that yeah i mean maybe i mean obviously as we experienced at like trey's barbecue like it kind of felt like everybody was mesmerized by him like it kind of felt like nobody would stop watching him so obviously like steven's the the hottest bitch in that tire we couldn't we were trying to figure out if that was just how it was cut because it's like steven's face somebody else's face Looking, Steven's face. looking longingly face. at Steven's him face. in slow Everyone. motion while music plays, they're all looking at him like with this look of, "It was like I love you." They were the scene was trying to depict, "Man, I'm gonna miss high school," but it was just coming off as, "God, I'm gonna miss Steven. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this show is only about Steven. Um, but I will say this: like Steven, maybe it's also the fact that like he had kind of almost no personality because he seemed like he was stoned the entire like season (laughs) like he legitimately didn't have like that like except for like the time when he calls Kristen a slut like he starts yelling at her he was just blacked out drunk yeah he was blacked out drunk every other moment that he's been in this entire show he's just fucking stoned that brings up a good point. That episode where Steve and you probably remember that from back in the day because that was like an iconic scene of like him yelling slut to her in Cabo. Oh, yeah. As a girl, did we, when you listen to us break that down, do you feel like we covered it correctly? No, I think you guys did a good job I don't think we it. stepped on any toes with that. No, breakdown. no, no, no. I, I mean, trust me, we we all know that I would be quite frank in this podcast. Okay, so now, now that we have someone here who can speak on it, because you are a girl. Yeah. Correct? I Last time I checked. Yeah. What are your thoughts, unadulterated thoughts, on what Kristen did that night in Cabo and how Steven handled it? Um, well, obviously, Steven was not very mature in the way that he handled no, it. If he we, wasn't. Like, I, I totally get it. Listen, when I'm blackout drunk, anything goes. <laughs> we already know this. Brian's experienced that, unfortunately. I will him. say, I still do have videos on my phone of that one <laughs> night we got drunk together uh, with Becky, Becky M. And, uh... Yeah, the videos are of you deep throating a wine bottle. Yep. Which was pretty nice. amazing. Yep. It's it, pretty cool. Pretty funny to watch. Actually... Yeah. It shows my maturity level at that point in time. It wasn't very high. You're so much more mature now. Yeah, I so only it, deep throat, you know, whiskey bottles. Um, so what do you think that... I think, was Stephen more in the wrong there or was Kristen more in the wrong there? I... My biggest thing is, like, she, like, flaunted off that she was trying to hook up with another guy in front of a guy who's supposedly supposed to be her boyfriend. Yeah. And so, honestly, like, Kristen's 100% in the wrong there for my personal side of it. Even even though he yelled slut, which in 2019 yeah. is frowned upon. Let me, let me phrase it differently. We played this during that episode. Would you rather be Steven having a total meltdown on their significant other, calling him a slut, whatever, just looking like a desperate idiot? Or would you rather be Kristen, just sloppy, blacked out, dancing on the bar, just like on national TV is your moment where you're just out of control and you probably don't even remember it. Yeah. At your worst. That's like, that's a double-edged sword because in reality, like if you think about it, you know, either way you're going to be depicted horribly. 
But I, I, no one can yeah. rip on Kristen anymore and call her a slut because everyone's woke now. Yeah, so I think, like, that was good for her because now everybody knows that she's loosey-goosey. Um, but... Steven, I mean, Steven's always going to be a dick for doing that. Yeah, it, he, it did make him look like a dick considering he's so calm and mellow. But again, I think he's stoned the entire time, so that's the <laughs> only reason why. Like, that emotion seems so raw. Can we all yeah. agree, though, that what happens in Cabo definitely doesn't stay in Cabo? <laughs> yeah, I love that they kept saying that throughout that episode. Like, it definitely wasn't going to. Just like they keep saying that they're all going to be leaving Laguna. <laughs> but, okay, so outside of Steven's body, which we all agree that you were disgusted by, mm-hmm. you were very turned up to a 10 on Kristen's body. Oh, yeah. So I feel very, very good about this because Pat and I have been just enthralled by her body feel a little creepy but if we're grandfathered in we're grandfathered we were we're a year younger than her so she's 17 the show we were 16 at the time so we're grandfathered in we're not yeah you yourself said her body is insane yeah so actually one of the notes that i did write down well i think i oh yeah here it says Kristen, huge rack that was all I really wanted. <laughs> I'd say that's an accurate take. <laughs> but like, I mean, even have she, to defend she is a, as Brian would call her, she is a smoke show. Like, Fucking I, yeah. I would say, I would give her a 10. She is. God. She, mm. she wears your pigtails well. The low-hanging ones. So now, once, once we're starting to get late 20s, early 30s, can pigtails be worn as a female? Because I feel like they really... Yeah, they start going away. I mean, you can kind of wear it. It just depends on the situation. Like, so sometimes, like, working out, like, I see girls, like, with, like, French braids because, like, it's easier. You probably... So, like, would this be accurate for me to say, as you age, you kind of have to... You got to lower the pigtails. Oh, if you wore those high pigtails no, at this age, yeah. you're, you're done. Yeah. Like, so, nobody's going to respect the hell out of you. No. You lost at least five points of dignity. So... On pigtails, are you going French braid or just loose? I would say French braid, probably. It's it's a little bit more clean cut. And classier. Classy, yeah. Like, if you're working out and they're loose, people are like, hmm, slut. Yeah, they're like, she's loose. <laughs> it, it equates pretty well. Yeah. Um, okay, let's let's get off of Kristen and, and Steven and go to fucking Talon, who finally <laughs> shows up. God damn, dude. He's in the opening credits every fucking week and we get no talent in any episode. And then finally in episode 10, the second last one, he shows up and just fucking throwing haymakers, dude. He swoops into this episode like the bird that his name is attached to. Oh, love and that. And just lures a couple girls into his hot tub. But it's also... Oh, yeah. It's a cool look on him. He, he comes off so good in the show they because... They reached out to him. I know. It's like... He, he has the, the intro thing where it's like, oh, town, who hasn't he hooked up with? And then you just never see him. And then when you do see him, it's two girls like, what do you want to do together today? Let's go in Talon's hot tub. How, and no, they just call Talon. No, here's how it they goes. Both, they, like, they come off looking desperate like, hey, Talon, can we come over in your hot tub? And he's like, okay. The way that went was they go, man, I'm bored. What should we do? I really want to go in a jacuzzi. Yeah, I'd yeah. love to be in a jacuzzi. Like, it's the start of a porn movie. Yeah. Oh, such a porn setup. It felt a little bit set up. Like, it was, that scene was probably contrived. I honestly think that they were taking that off of porno. (laughs) Like, there's no way that that could have just, like, randomly come up in the producers' minds as, like, 
Yeah, they're going to call Talon because he has a jacuzzi and then they're going to go over. It is so producer driven because that's what we were talking about. What they would do is they would say like, hey, LC, low. We got to get Talon in the mix. He's part of the opening credits and okay. we, he hasn't been on in seven and a half episodes. So what what can you do at his house? Well, he has a hot tub. Okay. Organically, <laughs> go out there on the balcony and organically bring up how you want to go be in a hot tub. And so that's how it goes where it's like, what should we do? Cue porn music. And then it's like, a hot tub. Oh, who has a hot tub? Everybody that we know, probably. But who, the talent. Who really, <laughs> who really has a hot tub? Which, did Talon graduate? Talon. Did he graduate? Because I didn't see him no, at he's any here, of No, he's Christian's age. Okay, that's... That's, that's one of the reasons he's killing it so hard. That he's makes sense. Because junior hanging out with the cool senior guys. Well, I mean, he did hook up a ton of times with Christian, as what he alluded to earlier in the season. And Elsie. Oh, Everyone. Yeah. And now he's got Lowe in the hot tub, and Lowe is... Lowe's trying hard. Yeah, Lowe's, Lowe's getting after it. Okay, Lowe wants it. so in this hot tub, Lauren, go ahead. What what's town do? Uh, my favorite of probably this entire season is he goes, have you guys ever had a threesome? Let's play the clip. Here it is. So, Talon, do you have girls who you want to take to frequently? No. Actually, you guys are the first. Would you ever have a threesome? No! Ever? No, that's two guys. disgusting. No. Two guys? Three girls? Three girls. Two girls? Yeah, two girls, though. I mean, the two girls one, right? Not the bad one. Oh, good God. One. And the... the the eyes that he makes, it's like, I feel like it's very, like, serial killer. Okay, so this is what I wanted to get into. Do you, did In that moment, the vibe I was getting was that neither of the two girls sitting in there with him was creeped out, threatened, or anything at all. The way he brought it up was that classic dude way of, like, it's kind of going to be, like, a little bit of a joke. I'm going to float it out. Hey, you guys ever want to do a threesome? And then I'll just see. And we were saying, lay it out, let them play it out. Have you have you heard our theory about lay it out so they can play it out? Yeah. It, it only works if you're really rich and really hot. Yes. Which, I mean, his dad might be rich, but he's not really hot. But Objectively, I, he's the quarterback. He's, he's the, the quarterback of the football team, and he's got a lot of juice for some reason. He's yeah, got that's, he, does, juice. he has mysterious juice. He's not very handsome, but for some reason, he's got a lot of, like... Girls are into him. So jokes. anyways, you, you float it out where it's kind of like a, there's a little bit of a jokey tone to it, and then you just see. Do they run with it? If they run with it, fuck yeah, I'm having a threesome. If they don't, it's just like, ladies, I, I'm joking. There's cameras here. Yeah, there's I honestly... Cameras, right? We're in my parents' hot tub. My parents are I think, two rooms over. I think that he did try and float it out there, like, you know, trying to feel the water. Oh, he would have totally done it. 100%. Like, if they were like, yeah, let's do it he would have been like yeah let's do it yeah like it would have been like real quagmire from family guy yeah yeah like that's that's how i like think of him like but yeah so so I but I just I I can't for some reason I don't hate Talon. Like I I see Polster, I see Trey, I see Dieter and I it rage. It's just full on rage that boils inside of me. 
when I see Talon, I don't hate him. He's kind of like lovable and endearing. See, I just don't care about him. Because he, he's not in it. Yeah, yeah, wait, wait, wait till he comes in and sees it. Have you seen season two? Oh, yeah. But, like, yeah, in season two, he's he a does have a big. With that Taylor girl, play. that blonde. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, th- I think. I think it hits on the well, the, the name of our podcast, Vicarious Living. When we're watching this, we're like, oh, this would be a fucking cool life. But when characters like Trey come on, they're like having fashion shows about their hats, we're like, this is a waste of time. Yeah. But when you have a character on who, lo- just, like two girls invite themselves over to his house to get in the hot tub, and the first thing he says is, threes- have a threesome? You're yeah. like, oh, this is the world I want to live in. Yeah. I don't want to be like... I'm 17 in my parents' basement watching this on TV, and I'm like, that, that's happening somewhere. Yeah. See, but that's, like, for you guys. Like, you guys would want to be in the hot tub. Like, I'd want to be, like, the girls, like, towards the end where they're all having... I don't know if you guys noticed this, but where they were having lunch was at the St. Regis. I'm like, jeez. I'm like, that's like a normal lunchtime thing to you. I'm like, I'm lucky if I go out to have lunch with my friends at Taco Bell. Yeah, they looked like they were in France (laughs) or something. Yeah. It was a far it was a far cry from Joe's Crab Shack. Yeah, like I'm not saying like, yeah, I'm gonna go to with my friends to Taco Bell every time. Like sometimes we go to Applebee's where we're feeling frisky. Mm-hmm. But like just full disclosure for the listeners, you eat salads for like every meal. I so mean, I don't not even know what you're talking meal. about with Taco Bell. They have a fresco menu. <laughs> <laughs> it is quite delicious. Um and yes, I did have a salad for dinner. Thank you. Um but I'm just like thinking to myself, like who in their right mind as, like, an 18-year-old has, like, a lunch date at the St. Regis? I won't even have that now. I'm, that's, like, too much money. Like, yeah. that's, like, a really, really nice occasion. That's, like, maybe an anniversary or a birthday. Corey would be like, you're going to go have that on a Wednesday with your friends? Fuck no. Like, that's not yeah, in the budget, right. woman. And then you say, get back in your cage, bitch. And yeah, and I throw him back. <laughs> So, no, it's a a good point, though, because Talon totally living that that vicarious living lifestyle that we wish we were a part of. And same with those girls and same with Steven anytime he goes on a date with Kristen, because it's like, oh, let's just go. Let's go to this pool. Let's go to the beach. Let's go. Everything he's doing with Kristen just seems, oh, you know, it's just like low key. Let's just have dinner on the beach. Just two of us. Like, I'll pack, like, a little thing here. Or the producers. The producers will pack up a little dinner for Yeah, I was about to be like, I don't think Steven makes shit. <laughs> producers will put a couple PB&Js in a picnic basket here, and we'll go on a blanket and sit on the beach. Like, that was the shit that I was always sh- so foreign to us. Because we were getting... Yeah, like, we he's were working on a surf shop. Just surf, hanging out and yeah. working on a surf shop. So exactly. Like, yeah, cool. I'm trying to, like, think back to, like, high school and even my dates, like... Yeah, they would be at like my parents' house in the basement. That always that's always if 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 there was ever a girl that came over, yeah, it would just be like, "Hey, well, you want to come over and watch a movie in my parents' basement?" I mean, obviously everybody knew what that was code for, but still. Yeah. Watching a movie? Yeah. Watching Click? Adam Sandler? Yeah, that's my favorite. How would you know? <laughs> so, uh, it's a sad movie. That movie is underratedly sad as fuck. Oh my fuck. gosh, yeah it is. God, I, you go into that thinking like, oh, it'd be kind of cool to like fast forward through like the shitty parts of your life. Christopher Walken, yeah. Christopher Walken's uh, in it, Nick Swartzen, and then you realize like, oh no, fuck, that would suck. You just fast forward through your whole life. Um, God love me, Christopher Walken. Okay, last thing I want to get into is 
a real like emotional moment i think at the end of this episode 10 where steven and Kristen, it is like hitting them because summer's coming to a close and he is about to go off to college and i just thought like fucking steven like delivering some emotional lines that just i like, just want hit. a picture of your eyes yeah let's play that clip here it is i'm gonna miss you next year i'm gonna come down i want to hang out with you mm. even if you have a boyfriend he's hard <laughs> I'm gonna take a picture of your eyes like this close before I go. <laughs> take it with me. I'm gonna make ones. Whenever I'm all bummed out, I take it to my forehead. So I'm gonna take it right here. I'm gonna take a picture of something. I'm gonna be like, can I? Honestly, when I was watching that, I was just going, one great line by Steven, like, fuck. Because it, it wasn't, it didn't seem contrived. It didn't, it seemed like he genuinely was, like... Super high. I just thought of that. Yes. It seemed like he actually just, he wasn't saying that like a creepy dude saying it. He's he, not a, he's not a talent in a hot tub. Exactly. Talent in a hot tub is like, oh, I'm going to say this line and it's going to totally get in the girl's pants. This was like, it seemed like two people who were really sad... And, like, he genuinely just thought of that. And it made it sad. And she started crying, which was sad. But then I just kept thinking, like, fuck. As we know, Kristen holds all the power. And I think if she just said, like... I keep picturing it as, like, Steven's going, yeah, we should break up because I'm going off to college and everything. Wait, what was that? What'd you say? You want it still? You want... We shouldn't break up? No, I didn't say that. Oh, oh no. Neither did I. No, I didn't say that either. No, yeah, we should break... Wait, yeah, no. Totally. Wait, what? Should we not? Like, I, I just kept thinking, like, he was in that mode. I don't, again, here's a question. Why are they breaking up? Why? Because Steven's going off to college and he wants experienced girls, not slutty girls. Experienced <laughs> girls. Mm-hmm. I just. I'm, I mean, she's a slut. Isn't that what he kept telling her? I, I, yeah, I, I just, if, it's clear, though, that he doesn't actually think that and he's super into her. So I don't know why they're breaking up. Just do what everyone else does. Keep saying, like, oh, we're going to totally make this work. We're going to so make this work. And then you go off to college, and you realize three months in, there's no way to make it exactly. work. Exactly. But why why preemptively do it? I just, you don't see that much. Usually people try and drag it out and make it happen. I know I did. <laughs> I mean, honestly, though, that's that was, like, your, like, emotional part of that episode. What I found more emotional was Trey and his dog saying goodbye to each other. Yeah. More so because I was pissed that that dog got no FaceTime that entire, yeah, it was like, a season. Dog. They acted like they were best friends. Like, he's, like, he looked like he was about to fucking cry when he was leaving. And I'm thinking he to did, myself... He did an emotional double take. Yeah, he did, like, like, where the fuck has this dog been the entire season? Like, where are the dogs in this show? Like, I know they have them. Are, are they just putting them in the cages? So, Trey, when he was being shown, he literally, he didn't... The only way he got edited was for his douchebaggery with AYA. Like, because we found out at prom he has a girlfriend, which has yeah. also not been on the show at all. Oh, so God, yeah. Ugh. It's yeah. just confusing to me. Why have you taken out any of the interesting parts of Trey's life and only shown his douchebag go-getter stuff of, like, the crushing collective voice of the youth of America? I'm going to make it into a cult. 
maybe they didn't show the girlfriend because they weren't sure that it was for real. Oh, like male male order? Like beard. Oh, it's a guy. Mm. Mm. I see what you're saying. I mean, you've seen those hats. It's a beard. Yeah, Trey's gay. Yep. And a heroin addict. A hundred percent. Why else would he have that tie and that like, you know, machine gun belt across the chest? Fucking Rambo style, man. God damn. Okay, that's it for me. Anything else? Any lingering thoughts? No, I think that again, I I just want to know where the dogs are in this entire season. Yeah, euthanized. Uh, I. I would say so, probably. All the dogs in the shows we watch get killed off. We don't know why. They don't test. I mean, Trey's dog was pretty old looking, and that was like 10 years ago, so. I mean, so did half the parents, but you know what? They're not going to put them down. (laughs) They should. Pretty good enough. All right. Hey, Lauren, thanks for coming. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad to have you here. Kids, thank Lauren. Thank Lauren, kids. And while you're doing that, tuck in. You tuck in, you sleep tight. And Pat, clear eyes, full heart, do less kids. Do less kids. You can follow us on Instagram at Vicarious Living Podcast and listen to all of our episodes on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. You know you found us when you see a picture of Pat and I sitting on a couple rocks overlooking the vast landscape that is Laguna Beach. Steven's there, just not pictured. Steven and Elsie, both there, just not pictured. <laughs>